We've looked at Psalm 100 once before and talked about the big structure and its implication for a whole way of life. But we want to look at it again. Let me read it, and then I'll tell you what we're going to focus on this time. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. Now, the question I think this answers for us in in an amazing way is, what do you do when you are commanded to feel certain things like gladness or joy or singing or thanksgiving or praise or blessing and you don't feel them? Or or what if you command your child to do something with gladness and the child doesn't have any resources to do them with gladness? What what do you do? Do you get angry? Do you say, do it because I said so? what do you do? That's the, that's the issue here, and we'll see it by noticing the emotions that are commanded, and then noticing how the how the psalmist goes about helping us feel them. So, Father, this is massive because all over the Bible we are commanded to have certain kinds of affections which we don't immediately have any access to turn on and off, and so I pray that you'd show us how to deal with this biblically. We need your help in Jesus' name. Amen. So last uh, time that we looked at this, uh, we we pointed out that it's got a structure. Uh, let's, Let's do it like this. Make a joyful noise. Come with gladness. Enter his gates with thanks. um, Enter his presence with singing. And then know something. And he provided a support. So this is supporting that know things about God, and then we returned to the level of thanksgiving and praise and blessing, and then we returned to the level of knowing things. So this is supporting this. For the Lord is good, his steadfast love endures forever. So verse 3 and verse 5 are supporting verse 4 and verse 3. One and two, because these are truths about God, and these are our responses with emotion and action. So let's let's isolate some of these just to see what kind of emotions and actions are required of us. So um, a noise, noise with joy, joyful noise. Um, a service, serve with gladness. So joyful noise here, gladness here. Uh, come into, come into his presence with singing. I know singing is a kind of action, and these are emotions here. But it clearly implies joy because it would be hypocritical without it. 
And then if we go down here, enter is the same as come into. And it's got thanksgiving here. So let's put uh, thanks or thankfulness. I'm using thankfulness and not just thanks, because if, if you're only saying words like thank you and you don't feel any thanks, that's not what it's talking about. Enter here again, understand, enter his courts with praise. So I'm going to put um, admiration. The reason I put admiration is because I'm trying to get at the essence of what praising and blessing are, because you can just say words of praise, praise you, praise you, praise you, and you don't feel any admiration. You can just say it like a computer says it, and you can say words of blessing like a computer says it. But that's not what it wants. It wants authentic blessing and authentic praise and authentic thanksgiving, which means thankfulness of heart, admiration of heart, yielding praise. So here are the things that are commanded of us. Joy, gladness, authentic singing, thankfulness, admiration. Now, what if you read verse 1 and 2 and read verse 4 and, and you're blank? Or what if you say to your children, make a joyful noise? Or what if the pastor says to the people, serve the Lord with gladness? Every pastor wants his people to serve with gladness. What if he says, enter, enter the church with thankfulness? Come with praise on your lips. Come with blessing. And the people are, are numb. I've, I've seen pastors beat their people up over this. I've seen parents, myself included, get angry at their children because the children don't have attitudes that we think they should have. Now, what does the psalmist do? That's the question. What's going on here and here? Does the psalmist say, just do it? Does the psalmist say, because I said so, and I'm God, for goodness sakes, or I speak for him? No, that's not what he does. He gives truth. He gives reasons Let's list them. Um, he's God. He's the creator. He made us. Made us. We're his. He's the owner. God owns us. Uh, we're the sheep of his pasture. He's our shepherd. down here he's good he's a good shepherd he loves and he's faithful i'm going to put i'm going to put those together love faithful forever in other words when we don't feel joy gladness a song thankfulness, admiration. We don't just say, well, I guess I don't have any feelings today. I'll just go about my business in a carnal way with no inner motivation that suits the beauty of God. No, you, you preach to yourself or a pastor preaches good news to his people. Or you, you speak good news to your children. If your children aren't feeling what they ought to feel or you're not or the people are not you say he he's god and as you as you rehearse these truths you ask the lord to make you feel them so that they come across not as demands that are being foisted on another but rather joys that you can share 
He's God. He made us. What an awesome thought. And therefore, he owns us, and we're not our own. And that's good news, because as an owner, he's a shepherd. And he's not just a shepherd who cares for his sheep and rescues them when they're in trouble. But he's really good, really loving, really faithful. And he will never, never, never let us down. Everything else will let us down. So we preach truth to ourselves. And as we do, we pray, God, open my eyes to these truths so that they result in joy and gladness and singing and thankfulness and admiration. So the biblical pattern for what to do when the joy is lacking and the gladness is lacking and the thankfulness and admiration are lacking is to rehearse to yourself in prayer and longing, depending on the Lord, trusting him. Rehearse, you're God. You made me. You own me. You shepherd me. You're good to me. You love me. You're faithful to me, and you will be forever. And as you rehearse truth, these things are awakened. And if not, we wait. We wait, and we trust him. It will come.